Welcome to Shotgun Story, the podcast that has conversations with indie creators about music, meaning, and the point of it all, so that you may be inspired by the journeys of other artists who are doing it for themselves, and maybe gain a little more understanding as to why it matters quite so much that you keep creating. Naledi Klailani is an actress, storyteller, presenter, voice artist, and aspiring documentary short filmmaker. Art and drama practitioner, mostly working with children from underprivileged communities and uplifting our environment. And she's here with me. How are you? I'm good. I'm so excited to be on board. Yay. <laughs> Thank you for having me. So tell me, what drew you to the arts? What sparked your love of it? I've always been so interested in, in the entertainment industry. So I actually used to use it as a little scapegoat, you know, just to get away and just, you know, be in a different world and feel like a different person, you know, sometimes actually. And so when I was a little girl, my school, Watercliffe Primary School, they always have put on productions on stage. And it always fascinated me just how much costume and set designing can just change a whole stage into another world and tell another story. And it just sparked my energy. And I just started going into the productions and, you know, learning different characters and different accents. So it just sparked every type of energy in me. And yeah, so later some years, I was able to go to uh, the Grandstand Festival. That just blew my mind going into the different workshops, clowning around. There was this one workshop that was a radio production workshop and we were actually mm. able to go onto the Rhodes Campus radio and get to be able to work around it and see what they do and then also produce our own little show right there, live and everything out wow. onto the campus, you know? It just completely blasted my mind. <laughs> so I was just quite like, oh my gosh, you can actually do this as a job. This is, this is something people do on a daily basis. And wow, I could, I could <laughs> never even think of a world like that. So I think that was just something that I knew I was going to be able to do. Like I'm, I knew I should be in the entertainment industry. <laughs> and that trip to Grahamstown, did you go with your school? Yes. Yes. It was in 2006 in my high school. So. It was quite interesting um, that they even offered us that opportunity. And I'm so grateful for that because I don't even think the schools are doing much of these kind of excursions, you know, for the arts, if anything, to see different people actually working and living their lives in the arts and actually, you know, supporting themselves in the industry. It was quite beautiful. If you were to look at your career as a timeline... For listeners who have no context about who you are, three to five highlights. Definitely being able to work with children and giving them mm -hmm. that confidence. I mean, I do different types of workshops where we actually take children out into the environment and we pick up trash and we use that into uh, making our own little production. And just seeing the different children coming from different homes as well. You know, I mean, no child is a naughty child. It's just a child that's either not being, you know, taken attention to or is not feeling 100% health-wise or, you know, it can be so many different factors. Never to turn them away and being able to actually relate to children and 
you know, get my little goofy side outside of that. And yeah, I think that's the number one highlight that I'm able to actually work and enjoy children in that way through my drama work. Radio work, wow, that was so great. I mean, I got to meet so many cool people like yourself as well. I mean, I got to play your music. Ha! And, <laughs> you know, all my words. So I had so much fun. I mean, it's just like having conversations with people that are like-minded and just enjoy music. And, yeah, I met so many cool, great people that actually opened up different branches into other worlds of the industry. Having beautiful, inspiring people around me every day in different types of, you know, forms of the industry, I think they are the ones who actually keep me going and inspired. And I think it's so mm. important to be around people who actually think like you and to see a world in a, a different open way that you can actually start and create yeah. something from nothing. And yeah, and just keep that positivity going. So, and motivated. I love that. And now, how did you get into it from a place of deciding you wanted to do this with your life? What were the next steps to actually embarking on a career in it? So I did have an opportunity to study radio production and broadcasting at Boston's College City Campus. And mm -hmm. just at the end of my course, they ask you to do a three-month practical um work for him, right? And into an actual radio station. So I knew that I wanted to be somewhere else besides from Pretoria. So I just started Googling and emailing and emailing and, and I got in contact with an, a guy named Richard Griggs. And he was just starting his radio station here in Cape Town. And I don't even know mm -hmm. what came over me. I just knew this is what I needed to do. And about a month in discussing back and forth going, back and forth with my parents even at the time I was just like nope this is my dream this isn't what I need to do I'm going and a month later I packed up my stuff and I was on my way to Cape Town and uh, Richard Griggs I met him and it was wonderful and he just offered me a slot with him just to be mentored by him and it was this yeah. most amazing time of my life he's taught me so much and I still have him in my life and he's still always so supportive. Yeah, I think it all began with the radio station and just everything just kind of developed and branched out from there. And what inspires you? People, animals, yeah. and nature, definitely. Yeah. The whole system of just living. And I think if we just take note of nature and how it can, it's our best teacher and if we are able to nourish nature and actually treat it well it'll be able to nourish us back and teach us how to nourish ourselves so i also feel like animals in that sense i mean wow i mean if you just watch any type of animal for a day you'll be able to learn so much on just how to get on with life and how to figure out just the basic things of finding food and water without using those every day now tools that we you know take for granted actually and now the work that you're doing at the moment or recently you've been doing something to do with animals and theater yes a couple of projects and ngos that i actually work with dived me into 
working with animals and nature, one being Jungle Theatre Company. We specialize in working with nature and recycled items. Yeah. So yes, we do take workshops with children and we show them how to take care of themselves as well as nature. And we tell them stories and African folktales specifically are very in tune with nature and how the people interact with nature. I also work for another NGO that's named Follow the Spoor. And Mm -hmm. this is amazing. We get to go all over the Western Cape and interview people who are doing amazing things with the most littlest resources just to take care of animals, you know, and all sorts of animals, not just domestic. Yeah. Yeah, being able to see all these people doing such amazing work on this world, it just gives me so much, like, hope. Yeah. You know, and I just want to tell those stories over and over and over. Yes. Yeah, and hopefully that will instill some sort of remembrance as well that these animals were here before us and they were living in so much more harmony. And if we can just, you know, look back and just see how they did it, maybe we can do it too. And now, how has all this work been impacted by the last year and a half? Have you felt a shift? Absolutely. Um, I would say it's been a love-hate relationship. <laughs> you know, I mean, the uncertainty of, you know, the lockdowns and um, not sure if the industry is even going to be open again, to having schools closed down and also community centers closed and theater homes closed and da 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 It's been quite yeah an anxiety attack in that sense. But on the flip side, it's been quite wonderful in the sense where it forced me to start my own business. And I've got my own workshops now that I've taken. And now I've taken it on tour to the Eastern Cape with a group called Mbadu Art Spark. And that's been my yeah. ultimate dream to go village to village and just tell stories and just learn from each other and equip each other so that we can actually be sustainable and be able to enjoy each other with just the minimalist things that we have just around us, you know? It's been quite, quite a cool one, actually, in the sense of being independent and knowing, okay, this is how I want to lead my life. Finding those avenues as well, really learning that (laughs) not everything is going to work sometimes. So you have to really pick up yourself and brush yourself off and just go for it. Just do it. Yeah, I must say, it's so nice to hear you talk of those silver linings, because I was going to ask about that to see how people are getting creative about finding ways to make a living. Exactly. It's wild. It's wild. (laughs) Who knew, right? If you're able to do so, it's a wonderful thing, eh? It's a wonderful feeling. It really is. And I suppose as creatives, and this is really the point of this whole show for me, is that we all have that in us, that creative, and we shut it down because we don't feel like we can make money, but we don't realize quite how imperative that creativity is for our own survival. Yes, absolutely. Oh, wow. I agree completely. I was talking to a friend the other day who was telling me he was really depressed. He hadn't been creating and he's also a songwriter. Something happened and he ended up writing and it was like it all dissolved, the depression. And, And I find the exact same thing. What do you do to creatively self-care when things are hard? 
I basically get the recycled items. I mean, I never throw away anything that I feel like, oh, 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 this can be something else, <laughs> you know. And I'm very much of a DIY queen in that sense. Yeah. So I and I love working with kids. So I already have that art type of craft making hands style. So I'll just like Pinterest. What's on Pinterest? Okay, cool. That looks cool. That looks random. Yes. Okay, I could try that. And <laughs> so, yeah, that just basically um, helps me out very often and just building sets. Yeah. I mean, I've got a set um, that I haven't even used yet, but I just know someday it'll come in use, you know, but building it and making it was so beautiful and such a fun experience. So, yeah, definitely getting my hands dirty with paint and recycled items. <laughs> oh, so nice. Mm, calming. Calming. That's exactly. I think we all need a little bit of that. Mm -hmm. What are you up to now at the moment? So Jungle Theatre Company has so many cool opportunities right now. Now that the schools are back online, in terms of going back into the schools, we're able to now get to touring to give a bunch of kids who are underprivileged in that area, some workshops and how to be putting on a drama production and giving them entertainment for the whole week. We just want to keep building. So we're working a lot on that. And we're also working um, with some paleontologists, which was such a great thing for me. Wow. Because, yeah, yeah. And we're going into real like puppeteering and just being able to go into real museums and getting real factual information out there. So... It's very relatable for the children, you know, going back into time, learning about all the things, fossils, dinosaurs, all the great things I used to love um, as a child as well. So another thing, uh, my own business, I'm still running for that. I mean, I'm applying for everything. I'd, I'd actually like um, yeah. to put on a production for myself as well because I'm a director. That's quite an interesting one because I've got a story that I've been wanting to put on stage for a while so I've actually applied for some funding so they can just you know organize some operational funds for that and my filmmaking I'm starting to get a lot of stories out there and important stories that I think people don't really get to see the everyday type of person but going through the most extraordinary experiences in their lives but something that mm -hmm. everybody can relate to. That's what I'm really focused on, basically hard projects and just seeing that we, I can be useful. Do you ever feel blocked creatively? Mm. I don't know if it's quite like a block that lasts very long. Yeah, I've got this weird thing about me where I just don't like to disappoint anybody. Yeah. Even if there's not a deadline, I always put a deadline for myself. I was like, you've got to do it. You just got to do it. Just shake it off, shake it off. Got to do it. But I, I also do a lot of like chanting, uh, meditative chanting. So that also kind of like opens up your focus. Yeah. I mean, you are so high energy. It's beautiful. I think that's probably it. <laughs> I think that's probably yeah. a big point about it. You know what I mean? I'm always on the go. So it's always the next type of project. So I'm like, I can't think too long on one thing you know so I'm just like okay, do it yeah. do it now and get it done I do sometimes like put paper down and then I'll come back to it like a week later maybe and work on it some more but I wouldn't call it quite a block you know what I mean yeah like I know some people go on months absolutely so yeah luckily enough your favorite local artist musically favorite local singer songwriter Ooh. or band Mm, right now, a lady named Noza, 
Queen Noza. Mm-hmm. I call her Queen Noza. I feel like she's our South African Whitney Houston. <laughs> Noza can literally be thrown with any genre and she kills it. Yeah. She kills the genres. Mm-hmm. And I think as soon as she sings her first track of her list, everybody's on the feet. And till the end, mm. everybody's singing along. Everyone's having a good time. No, it's just amazing, hey? You're living in Cape Town. What's the music scene like there, the live music scene? It obviously has changed much because mm. of COVID, but it's definitely better than the rest of the country, as from my understanding. Right. Um, um, what do you find as a someone who's living in Cape Town? Yes, I would say it's a little bit too sad for the rest of South Africa because... I feel like Western Cape is very much entertainment hub in that sense. It's, or at least it's turning mm. into one because I feel because we've got already that tourism pool, that entertainment is so much more flourishing here because it's like, that's our livelihood. That is it. We are in that sense entertainment. If you come to Cape Town, you know, yeah. you're going to enjoy yourself. You're going to go to this beach. You're going to go to the restaurant. You're going to listen to some beautiful music sunsets. Yeah. So you don't really get that feeling when you're going to visit, let's say, Joburg or Pretoria. Yeah. I mean, Pretoria, I'm not even sure if there's any clubs even open anymore for live music. I think the last one I heard on was Arcade Fire. And it used to be a lot of hubs. Yeah. And it's really sad with seeing a lot of clubs having to close down because of COVID. But I yeah. can see slowly um, it's picking up. Yeah, I think Cape Town, I would say, rate is the hub. Yes, mm. and after that, in fact, Pretoria's got a couple of places, um, mm. Jar Bar, and um, I think Cafe Barcelona might still be open. There are places, and um, Railways Cafe actually is another oh, good one. Oh, that's a I remember yeah, that one. Yeah, somewhere there. Yes, that's a stunning one. It feels like another world now. It all feels like another world, actually, that we have to slowly reintroduce ourselves to. Absolutely, and that's why I feel like Patience is so important to have with yourself. Mm-hmm. You can't also just run into this, the, the, the first opportunity you are looking for or something because there's a lot of negative things that are also going around. But just being positive and knowing yourself, being so instilled in what you want to be and who you want to be and that this isn't over, you know, that you just mm-hmm. have to push this through and, yeah, make something of yourself other than what you thought you're going to have to change your mindset, you know? I mean, what you thought isn't going to probably happen, so be malleable. And I think that's also what I love about being from the entertainment industry and having those no's, 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 no's and being able to, yeah, maybe even change something to a maybe, but having that background, uh, that kind of strong skin, you kind of need that anyway. Mm. And that helped, that helped with, this big lockdown being a, the biggest no, <laughs> you know, yeah. you can think of, but you're going to have to try another way then, you know, figure it out. Absolutely. And I hope that people start also believing that entertainment is something needed, like the music. I mean, that's one of my favorite ways to spend my weekends, going to watch live music, because yeah. also it's the best way to learn about the, your favorite artists, you know? I mean, really be able to... Check them out. And most, I mean, that's what I love about South Africans too. We're not really like too posh to say hello to our audience. I don't know if it happens in Joburg or Durban, but a lot of the people will complain about the amount of money they have to pay to get into 
for entrances and I'm just like, whoa, yeah. you know, music saves <laughs> lives, you know, art saves lives. And I think that's where we have to just kind of change our priorities with, you know, and being able to just pay for that ticket because it's going to be fruitful and worth it. Absolutely. It totally changes lives mm. and saves lives. I love that. Yeah. Piece of advice for young indie artists to keep them on the path of following their dreams. Always stick to the basics. Be instilled in what you want to achieve. Take advice, but don't always think that you are not right in the sense where I'd rather you feel encouraged to take your own advice and to be able to, you know, take it to another level. Yeah, always remember where you started and why you're doing this, I would say. And mm. everybody's got a story to tell too. So don't forget yourself too. Oh, that is so beautiful. <laughs> I mean, that is so, so important mm. because nobody is going to tell the same story as you. Nobody has been through the same things that you have. Nobody has that exact experience of living you are important so trust yourself yes absolutely yeah i love that you are important oh, that's beautiful and now how can people find out about what you're doing and uh, get in touch and stay up to date your socials i'm really on um, instagram a lot so you can find me on instagram at naleds with uh, three z's at the end so that's going to be n-a-l-e-d-z-z-z and you can also find me on Facebook. That is just my normal name, Naledi Kailani. And I've also got a Facebook page that is also Naleds, the same spelling as the Instagram. Yeah, and I've got a YouTube channel as well that's also Naledi Kailani. And I've just been posting up on those different social media platforms and letting people know what's the next best thing that's coming out of me and what I can share. Wonderful, wonderful. I look forward to following your journey. Yay, I'm so glad I met you. <laughs> yeah, me too. Thank you for coming on the show. Oh, thanks for having me. It's been great. Wow. Yeah, and keep making things. Yes, keep being creative. That's number one key. And I also think that everybody should be creative. I mean, even if you're not in the creative field of like your career, I think it's so important that you stay creative because it is therapeutic. And once you start trying to practice that, you'll see. You'll see. <laughs> if you are an independent artist whose passion for what you do can inspire or fuel others, get in touch. I'd love to chat. You can find me on shotguntory.com. You've been listening to another production from Solid Gold Podcasts.
Shadow is swallowed.